Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. All right, so the other day. I'm walking in the halls here at KSLX. Right. And uh, it is actually Randy Scott who's going to be here from 10 to noon or 10 to 2 today. She says to our program director as he walks by, she goes, oh, cool shirt. And so I said, Dave, what are you? Dave's our program director. I said, Dave, what shirt are you wearing? He turns around. He's got a Pink Floyd shirt on. Yeah, Dark Side like, of the Moon shirt. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it's a good shirt. He goes, yeah, it's my best. Like, I think this is my favorite jam shirt. Your what? <laughs> That's what I said. Your favorite what shirt? Because my favorite jam shirt. I'm like, what's a jam shirt? It doesn't say Smuckers on it. That would be a jam shirt. Yes. I, he's like, yeah, that's what, that, what we, that's what we called him. I'm like, who's we? Because, you know, growing up. Jam like, shirt, huh? I was like, where, where'd you grow up? He says, Michigan. It's like, yeah, right outside of Detroit. Jam shirt, yeah. I, let, me, let me pick up here. If you, if you bought like a, uh, a T-shirt that had a band name on it, what would you call it? Concert T-shirt? Right. <laughs> okay. Have you ever heard the term jam shirt? Jam shirt? No, haven't. No. Unless it was a unless it was a concert T-shirt for the UK punk band The Jam. The Jam was a band. That's yeah, right. The Jam yeah. was a band. So yeah. if you were wearing a shirt from the band The Jam, then that would, <laughs> that would be a jam, be a jam shirt. shirt. <laughs> By the way, you know the difference between jelly and jam? <laughs> yes, okay. I do. Just as making a sure. Of fact. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, jam shirt? No, no. If it says if it has a jar of Smuckers on it, that's a jam shirt. If now, it has the band the Jam on it, that's a jam shirt. I used to work at a place. It was called Stairway to Heaven in Boston. It's a, it, it's like a precursor to uh, Spencer's Gifts. Okay. You know what I mean? So you would go in there and you would get uh, or, or or Hot Topic. You know what I mean? And you would go in there and you would buy the concert T-shirt for the band that was just in town that you just paid $45 for at the show. You could get the exact same shirt for like 15 bucks right. without having the dates on the back of it. So it was a band concert. You know, it, it was a band shirt or it was a concert T-shirt without the concert concert dates on it. I have never heard the term jam shirt in my life. Let me add another layer to it here. Okay. He said when they would get together and listen to somebody's new album or something or listen right. to music, right. that was jamming. No. That was called jamming. No, jamming. No. Jamming is when you take your guitar to somebody else's house and you go and you, you work play out some tunes. You work out some, that's jamming. See, you have to earn the right to jam by practicing on your instrument and getting proficient enough in right. order to jam. There's some work involved in jamming. That's yes, a, jamming is not a thing. I, yeah. I mean, jamming is, a, is an activity that you work toward. It's a yeah. level. Levels, Jerry. Yeah. Levels. You know what listening to music is called when, when I was growing up? Listening to, to music. music. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, so, uh, so, no, so kick-ass jam shirt you got there, bro. <laughs> Thank you very much. Jam shirt. <laughs> jam shirt. Now, I've heard the term jam music, like I'm going to go home and jam some music, like you crank some music up. And yeah. I mean, that music yeah. is jamming. You know, yeah. You're jam-, yeah. That, jam shirt is a is a ridiculous phrase, and um, you should be mocked openly in public in the square and flogged and have vegetables thrown at you. Yeah. Rocks and garbage. Wow. Um, if you... <laughs> If you if you know the term, if you've heard the term, if you used the term growing up, especially if you're a Michiganite, just curious, by all means, we'd love to hear from you. But I prefer band T-shirts. I would also like to know what your favorite jam shirt was. <laughs> Some people will be staying in again this weekend, I would right? think so, yeah. Not going out necessarily. Yep, all right. And because of that, let us present another... Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. Now here's the thing. This is uh this is one of those weird movies that um it's a cult favorite, but it's one of 
this guy's best movies. I think it was. I think it was a big movie when it came out. I I, I haven't checked the blockbuster or the uh, the box office figures, but I think it did very well. Yeah, it, it it doesn't hold up outside of a couple of things. You don't think so? No, I still enjoy it. I think the three boobed chick is probably the most enduring legacy of the movie. Two words. Three boobs. Yep, nothing wrong with that. Arnold Schwarzenegger in Total Recall. Not to be confused with the horrible remake that almost ruined the legacy of this movie starring Colin Farrell a couple of years ago. That Total Recall I got through, and I remember vividly, 18 minutes before I went, F this, I'm out. This Total Recall, the original with Arnold Schwarzenegger, is fun. I mean, Arnold's got some very fun lines in the movie, right? Sure he does. Things have gone wrong. I'm talking to myself, and you've got a wet towel up around the head. <laughs> what about the guy you lobotomized? Did he get a refund? Now, that's a great line yeah. right there. I love that if you're seeing this, things have gone wrong, and you've got a towel around your head. Yeah. I'm not you. I'm me. Now, let's check out a plot synopsis of this movie. It's my, my, my good friend, D. Snyder's brother, Mark. Douglas Quaid is a bored construction worker in the year 2084 who dreams of visiting the colonized Mars. He visits Recall, a company that plants false memories into people's brains in order to experience the thrill of Mars without having to travel there. But something goes wrong during the procedure. Quaid discovers that his entire life is actually a false memory and that the people who implanted it in his head now want him dead. Huh. The movie is much better than that synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Electricity. Uh, obviously, D got all the personality in that family. <laughs> I don't know what happened to him there. He's actually hilarious. D. Snyder couldn't be more energetic. Mark Snyder couldn't be a bigger cure for insomnia. <laughs> Only in that situation. That was funny. I say that um, with, with nothing but respect. Mark's a good, a good dude. He is. Um, so this movie was my introduction to Sharon Stone. Even though she, she had been in stuff before, like Steven Seagal, Above the Law. I think she was his wife in that. Okay. And, uh, of course, she was in the classic Police Academy 4. The classic. Citizens on Patrol. Of course. But this is the first time I ever really noticed her. And in the beginning, she's she's Arnold's loving wife. And, and then... There's a heel turn. Yeah. she. You find out she's part of this whole sinister plot against him. And then, I think the most memorable, the second most memorable part of the movie, the first most memorable part is obviously three boobs. Yeah. Uh, but the second most memorable part of the movie is when, when Schwarzenegger decides he's had enough of her nonsense. Sweetheart, be reasonable. After all, we're married. Consider that a divorce. <laughs> Not that we're advocating that sort of domestic violence. No. No. At all. I'm but. just saying, in the movie world, that is the kind of turnabout that is fair play. Yeah. So I, I recommend the movie. I think it's fun. I mean, listen, it's no Green Mile. No. It's not trained to Busan good. No, but it's better than Total Recall starring Colin Farrell, and I yeah. think that says something. And it's a fun science fiction movie, especially yeah. for the time. If you're looking for 90 minutes to waste that don't feel like you've wasted 90 minutes this weekend, Total Recall's the way I'd go. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. You know what? Block Party Weekend is good. Something a you know something firm you can hang on to. Something you can depend on with the world being as crazy as it is. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just a weird time right now. You need something dependable. Something you you really know that it's comfortable. You know what's dependable and comfortable? What? That that new splash guard we have in the urinal here at work. 
I just got back from the bathroom. It's Does still, it still have the cinnamon it, smell? It still smells like cinnamon. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's beautiful. The bathroom smells fresh. It's and wonderful. We don't, we don't mean cinnamon who's working the side stage. We mean it smells like legitimate cinnamon. Yeah. Like when you walk into our bathroom, it smells like grandma's kitchen. Yeah, we, we she's making some muffins. We got this new urinal splash guard. Yeah, at least in the in the upper floor bathroom. I think they have it downstairs too. But I would say that it, uh, the urinal splash guard might be one of America's most ingenious inventions. I, I won't assume it's an American uh, an American development because it's perfect. It's it's American exceptionalism. It's so, as it, yeah, at its it best. is the epitome of such. Uh, you know what's funny though is is we I mean what we do for a living is absurd. But yes, there is a guy or maybe a woman I don't know who goes around. And sells those urinal splash guards. That's their job. They're like the the southwestern regional yeah. manager. Yes, um, you know that, that I, hand, I handle the southwest. That's my region. Wow. And uh, yeah, wow. they go into uh, probably industrial supply stores or you know office supply so, stores, yeah. and and they sell urinal splash guards. How That's, do you test those? Yeah, do you, you have a control group or something guy, like that? Because yeah, if there's a guy that's be an selling, experiment. yeah, if the guy's selling the urinal cakes, there must be like a like you know you take those medical uh, the medical test trial things like that. I'm sure they get a bunch of guys together. Like, okay, yeah. we're gonna have a variety of different urinal things there, and then <laughs> and then they take the best one and they yeah. give it to their best salesperson, and he goes out and makes his yes. pitch and or they, her pitch. <laughs> I don't want to be a sexist. Yes, and the client is like, well, how does it work? And the sales guy's like. Let me demonstrate. Allow me to demonstrate, yeah. So, or what's it going to take to get you into this urinal splash guard? There's a guy who does that. Or a woman. Yeah, I shouldn't I mean, be sexist, I mean, I mean, but there's somebody who does that. You know, for every for everybody out there who has a crap job, there's somebody who has a literal crap job. Yes. Yeah. And there's a trucker who's transported it, right? Yeah. Whatever you got, it's been on a truck at some Again, point you don't time. think about those things because you're sitting there and you're like, you're peeing on this piece of hexagonal plastic and you're like, mmm, cinnamon. Yeah. This is great. But you realize somebody sells those. Yeah. And, so, and you know what? And there's nothing wrong with it. That's no, a great job. Whatever you're doing, have a great day at work it, now. It has a need. There's a need. There'll be an unending need for as long as mankind has to pee, there'll be a need for the urinal thing. <laughs> Let's just do something fun and, and stupid. It's okay. Mark and Neanderthal's accent versus accent. This we, is the fun kind of xenophobic racism that we've come <laughs> no. to love and, ex- and embrace here in America. This is actually, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, an, I'm an accent freak. I love accents. Yeah, you really do. I, uh, you know, so if you have a, a, an accent, by all means, give do us it. a call. Let us get your information and we'll have you do this in the future. I've spent 35 years losing my accent. Right. I had a really thick Boston accent. Wicked cool accent, kid. Any sort of an accent is interesting to mark except mine yeah well <laughs> and also the new york accent because i grew up with that yeah, exactly and so losing an yeah. accent is, is difficult enough so we embrace it when we hear it once in a while so we're going to play accent versus accent and uh Lori, who is driving out to san diego she's a passenger actually right on the way to san diego is going to be our judge good morning Lori. Good morning. All right. You ready to do this? This is really simple. And there's really no prize to it. It's just a matter of, it's a judgment call. We need you to make a judgment call. Yeah, we have. What? There's no prize. What? (laughs) Yeah. Well, hey, look, Lori, we're all in this together. These are unprecedented times. That's right. And if the president can suffer through COVID, you can suffer through not winning a prize. All right. All right. You got it. Okay. So we have two people here reading some lyrics to Foreigners Hot-Blooded, which, uh, yeah, and we'll move on to other songs in future editions of accent versus accent. But let's start with Tim. And Tim has a serious Texas drawl, although he lives here in Arizona. Let's hear him doing hot-blooded. Well, I'm hot-blooded. Check it and see. I got a fever of 103. Come on, baby. Do you know more than dance? 
I'm hot blooded. I'm hot blooded. <laughs> you don't have to read my mind to know what I have in mind. Honey, you ought to know. Now you move so fine. Let me lay it on the line. I want to know what you're doing after the show. And that is Tim right there. And I love the motorcycle yes, in the background for a little little Texas authenticity going on there. What's up, Tim? What a, Tim got his big old twang going there, his thing, just doing his thing there, talking to you about foreigner. Pretty sexy, huh, Lori? <laughs> that's all American is what that was. I love it. I love it. All right. So yeah, that's, that's choice good. number one. But we've decided to give you a little romance in your cho- second choice. That's right. Um, oh. hey, Jesus, who comes from the land of Peruvian marching powder... Peru, mm, yeah, is now going to read the lyrics for Hot Blooded. The Latin accent, part de. Jesus, Queen Creek. Well, I'm hot blooded. Check, check it and see. I got a fever of a hundred and three. Come on, baby. Do you do more than dance? I'm hot blooded. I'm hot blooded. You don't have to read my mind to know what I have in mind, honey. You had, you had to know. Now you move so fine. Let me lay it and Did on I? the line. I want to know what you're doing after the show. There you go. All right. All right. So your uh, your choices are they're vast and they're both unique in their own way. Yep. In accent versus accent, would you go with Tim from the USA, the most USA that there could ever be in the USA, the biggest state in the Union, Texas, or would you go to Jesus from South America? <laughs> Well, there are five of us in the car. Four went with Tim, and one went with Jesus. So I have to say Tim. Wow. Okay. Wow. So it's, it was a group activity is what you're saying. It was, and Tim just made us all laugh. I mean, they both were great. I have to say, they were both great. Four out of five went this way, I guess. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm hot-blooded. <laughs> Check it and see. I got a fever of 103. Come on, baby. Do you know more than dance? No more. I'm hot-blooded. I'm hot-blooded. Nobody said he was a good reader. You don't have to read my mind to know what I have in mind. My mind? Honey, you ought to know. Now you move so fine. Let me lay it on the line. I want to know what you're doing after the show. Little lady. There you go. All right. Lori, Lori and friends, It's four other women with you? Uh, no, there's uh, there's three females and two males. All right. Well, uh, listen, we appreciate y'all chipping in and and having a good time with us. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We love right. your show. Thank you very much. Thank Drive you. safe. Enjoy your weekend. Take care. There goes Lori and company. Yeah, they're all headed to San Diego to have a nice beach weekend. I hope. Big time in us. Obviously, they're social distancing right now. Yes, clearly. <laughs> all, a, ja- all jammed in the car, gathered around the radio. Yeah, it's a rider truck. They're all in the back of it. <laughs> they got room. <laughs> Uh, dumbassery. Yeah, you can take your pick. It's all over the place. Uh, Florida, here in the Valley, the United States, worldwide. It's our job as members of the media, he said jokingly, <laughs> to present to you the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Well, you know one of the hot spots in the nation right now? Uh, Iowa? Wisconsin. Ah, it was yeah. Wisconsin. Yep. Another and, reason to drink. And we, yeah, it's big there. We don't have the name of this very dedicated football coach, but he is from the thriving metropolis of Kiwaskum. 
Wisconsin. Wow. Yep. Is that pronounced correctly? Yes, Kewaskum, Wisconsin. All righty then. This, this past Saturday was the big youth football scrimmage, Kewaskum versus Hartford. Yeah, we're going out there to watch the Kewaskum <laughs> Bobcat take on the Hartford Cannonings. Big rivalry. This is like U of A, yeah. ASU kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, biggest relative. Even the scrimmages are meaningful. I imagine so. So, so we don't have the results of the scrimmage, but the, the coach was out there doing his best, talking to the players, making suggestions, talking to the other coaches, dealing with officials. Right. And on Monday of this past week, he was fired shortly after the scrimmage. Yep. Why? Not, not for anything that happened on the football field, but because he was on the football field. Wait, what? You see, the, the coach hadn't been feeling too well lately. You know, oh, he had some symptoms. No. Sore throat, dry, scratchy cough, loss of taste. Are you um, trying to say that knowingly infecting people no, could get you fired? He, he Yeah, he, he was feeling so bad. He went to the doctor's office the Thursday before the scrimmage and, and had a COVID test. Despite that, he, he went to practice on Friday. We're talking practice, man. We're talking practice. We're talking practice. Then he went to the scrimmage on Saturday. We're talking scrimmage, We're man. Talking scrimmage. Scrimmage, man. To be fair, he didn't get his results before the scrimmage. All right, well, that's um, fair. He got uh, them at halftime, didn't he? He, he? he got them during the scrimmage. Did he really? Yes, he did. <laughs> um, he was called by uh, the county contact tracers about the results of his test, which were positive. Uh, did the coach then finally get away from the youth football players? Did he Did that's he take re- everyone else's health and safety that's into what account a res- and go a res- home? A responsible member of society would have done that. Yeah. An irresponsible member of society would have continued on their day as if nothing had changed. He continued on his day as if nothing had changed. Oh, he boy. stayed coaching through the end of the scrimmage. Oh, boy. That is why he was fired. That is why he is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. Yeah. Dumbass is sponsored by Arrowhead Harley Davidson. The best prices and largest selection at arrowheadharley.com. It happened again to me. What happened? I'm at a light yesterday. Right. Waiting there at the red light. And I'm like, you know what? See what it's like outside. I start rolling the window down. Yep. And from another car at that same light, this is what I hear. For so long. <laughs> yeah. You and me I can't get away from the song. So it's like when you think about buying a car, you see it at every red light. Yes. The kind of car, yeah. So now you've mentioned this song. It's almost, If you mention it three times, Andy Gibb comes back from the dead like Beetlejuice. <laughs> what? Too soon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Andy Gibb. I just want yeah. to be your everything. Yeah, I, you absolutely. Know, sure. A big song for him. Heard it a couple of weeks ago and was joking around about it with my wife, and it's been stuck in my head since. Right. But you know, think uh, when I think about that song, it is pretty amazing to have such a great sibling, a great brother, a great older brother like Barry Gibb. When Andy Gibb decided to get into the music business, you know, the Bee Gees had been established forever and they had like 40 number one hits. Right. And then their little brother comes along deciding to be a solo act. And Barry Gibb is like, here, I wrote this song. It's called I Just Want to well, Be Your Everything. Take it. Have a hit with it. Let's be fair. It's Listen nice. to this. Yeah. Okay, hang on. To be fair, that's a BG song. Yes, they're like singing literally, on it. literally yeah. a BG song. Oh, it's it's I cut, mean, it's cut and paste. I you mean, just you just take the Bee Gees out off the record label and you put the word Andy Gibb there. Yeah, I mean, far be it for me to yeah. besmirch the good name of Andy Gibb. He, I mean, talentless, really. This no, is the, talentless. this is a Bee Gees song. No. It's not an Andy Gibb song. It's a Bee Gees song. He was he. 
He wasn't talentless. Well, he, he had one talent. He, he got Victoria well, he Principal. Could, well, he could sing. He got Victoria Principal. Yeah, that's and a talent. That's big that was, time. Yeah, I would assume she's so, one, yeah. She's one of my all-timers yeah. right there. Yeah, that's definitely uh, a... You know, Andy Gibb may have been better looking than his older brother, Barry Gibb. Impossible. Balderdash. He may have had better hair than no, Barry Gibb. not, not, not even close <laughs> to being true. Come on now. But either way... I think that that's pretty nice of an older sibling sure, yeah, no, to do I mean, that. Because the Bee Gees could have had another number one hit with that. And he was like, eh, I don't need this. We've already had 20 or 30 of them. Here you go, Andy. I, I, I have cool. I have both an older stepbrother who gave me nothing. And I have younger stepbrothers whom I've done nothing for. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess I guess your point is eloquently put. Yeah. You know, when you've got a solid, when you've got a sibling that does you a solid like that, yeah. good for you. That's pretty cool. And, and i got to assume that Barry Gibbs' song given to Andy probably played a part in his ability to get Victoria Principal. Oh, no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah. So it had it had some. That's yeah. a solid. It's that a solid. Yeah. Did. No, you're absolutely right. He owes oh. he owes him one. Somehow we got to talking about the Bee Gees, and we talked about how how nice how nice Barry Gibb was to give his little brother when he came along and wanted to get into the music business. Gave him a hit song. I just want to be your everything. And, and we're just talking about nice things you did for your siblings or, you know, nice things your siblings did for you. I have one of each. What's the nicest thing you've ever done for one of your siblings? Probably, well, my sister was getting married and uh, she had contracted the uh, herpes virus previously to that. Wait, oh, what? So I gave her a $1,000 check in an envelope that said the gift that keeps on giving. Oh. Nice. That was the nicest thing <laughs> you've done? That was that was probably the nicest thing I've done for her. You know what was the was the worst thing you ever did to her was letting everybody know that she had contracted the herpes virus on the radio. <laughs> no worries. Depending on where you're from, the worst thing you could have done for your sister is give her the herpes virus. <laughs> yeah, oh. that would have been real bad, real bad. Oh God, does that really depend on where you're from? I think that would be the worst wherever you're from. Well, I guess, man. I mean, depending on where you're from is where you get the opportunity to uh, give your yeah. your sister the herpes. By the way, I would just like to reiterate my my uh, assertion that Andy Gibb is talentless because not only did Barry Gibb give him um, I Just Want to Be Your Everything, right. he, he also gave him Love is Thicker Than Water. He wrote that, too. And love is thicker than water, gosh blood darn is, it. Blood is thicker than water, as in, <laughs> yeah. as in, I'm going to get all the money. Here's the oh, thing: yeah. Andy Gibb got all the, you know, all the fame, but but Barry Gibb got all the cash. Yeah, he got all still, the money on it. But it's still a nice thing to do. He made sure, sure. he made sure he literally made sure that his brother was going to be successful. Well, he made sure he had enough in these songs. He made sure he had enough money to buy as much cocaine as he could possibly use. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, that yeah. was too much. How much is enough? Too much. Yeah. All right. How about you? Did you do something nice? So I have a baby brother. He's seven years younger than me. I've done two nice things. The first wow. time he got shot with a paintball, people were driving by our house at my mom's, and they shot, somebody shot him with a paintball. First time. I took my mom's truck and tried to go find him to go beat him up, and I'm a girl, and he, I had to go beat him up because he's mm. my baby. Mm. And then second one, <laughs> my brother is my world. I gave him a truck. That's nice. Like a real truck? Yeah, a real truck, a pickup truck. I gave him my car because he was struggling, and I had another vehicle, so I gave him a truck. Yeah, that's that nice. is very that nice. Is a nice thing. To, yeah. By the way, I, just, I, I think we missed an opportunity to delve into how many times her brother was shot with a paintball. <laughs> yeah. It's like the first time he was shot. It was like the first time I had to bail my mother out of jail. Right, exactly. <laughs> All 
All right, so, so maybe you're just turning on the radio for the first time. Maybe you don't know. But uh, President of the United States and the First Lady of the United States both have been uh, diagnosed as being positive with COVID-19. They have the Rona. That's crazy. Yeah. Now, the vice president and second lady apparently have tested negative. Uh, all of the people that have come in contact with them have uh, so far tested negative, including Ivanka and Jared and family members and stuff like that. So Jared's okay? Yeah, so. Okay, good. But the interesting thing about that is I'm not sure if giving the Rona to a family member is considered a good thing or a bad thing. No, I that's would think not it's a, a nice, bad thing. That's a bad thing it's to a, do It's probably to a the bad thing. Member. Even if you don't like your family member, giving it to them yeah, is probably still bad. That would be bad. It's not I a g- good thing to do. No, because we've been talking about it like, Good Gifts, things, like a gift good that's things been given you to do, you, for, yeah. like the nicest thing you've ever done for a sibling. Uh, well, uh, how about giving blood? One of your brothers or sisters needed a transfusion. Nice. Yeah, my sister-in-law, her body no longer makes hemoglobin, so every about fifteen weeks, I give a, a double unit of red blood cells. Is that anemia? Is that what that is? Uh, no, actually, her body physically does not make hemoglobin anymore. So, yeah, I'm basically her, her manufacturing plant. Wow. So, <laughs> so, this, so she can't listen to Rock of Ages from Death, you're saying? Glauben. Well, there's a lot of things she can't do, but yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so this is an ongoing like, thing. You've got to continually donate. Uh, yes, yeah, um, probably for the rest of her life. Now, yes. do you, does she at least buy you a pizza to say thanks? <laughs> uh, no, actually, my brother and sister-in-law used to do that, and then I kind of felt like a whore. You know, given, you know, taking money for something I should just be doing because it's family. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't ask. I didn't say money. I said a pizza. (laughs) A pizza seems like the equitable exchange of of value. It's like when you help somebody move, you get a pizza. You get a pizza. (laughs) Pizza is the natural, the currency. Well, yeah, I could see, you know, feeding me something healthy so I can then build back my own red blood. Oh, yeah. They definitely want to keep you healthy. They they absolutely (laughs) want to keep him healthy. You know, by the way, sister-in-law. Yeah, he's not, a, even, not even a real relative. That guy's a giver. Yeah, he really is a giver. Or maybe he has the hots for his sister-in-law, and that's the only thing he can give her. Oh, I say pizza for him. One pizza a week, whatever toppings he wants for life. Even pineapple? Whatever toppings he wants, because he's a giver. That seems exorbitant. Shocking, but it's actually three years ago that Tom Petty passed away, October 2nd of 2017. I was amazed when I heard that this morning, but probably not as amazed as when I heard that the president had contracted coronavirus. Yeah, tested I mean, positive for COVID. I'm, I'm not shocked. I mean, he, look, he the guy. He's one of those guys that dances close to the fire and didn't take all the precautions and stuff like that. I mean, I, I certainly don't wish him any ill will. Uh, in fact, let's make it very clear: we want uh, the president and the first lady and Hope Hicks all to recover, speedy, complete recovery, and uh, and and hopefully we can get on with the business of the United States of America. Never yeah. a good idea when the yeah. pre- never a good when the president of the United States is in any sort of debris at all. No, very, this very, reminds me of when 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 Reagan got shot. It was like everybody was worried about, well, what's going on with the president? Well, you want to get information. You know, you get right, into exactly. that. Right, exactly. You, yeah. you, you know, I mean, if we could, I mean, we don't, we don't really know him that well. But if we could, I mean, I would ask Governor Ducey how the president is doing. Because I, I, if, if I, I think I remember that Governor Ducey, I think he knows the president. Well, first, I want to say that I've, I've got a relationship with the president. Oh, uh-huh. And uh, oh. when there's a need in Arizona, I talk to him directly. Well, Arizona oh, needs okay. to know, I, Mr. I, Governor, wow, if, I, uh, if, uh, if, if there's – does the president's – I mean, he's going to be supposedly coming to uh, the state in the next week like or two. Next week, I think he had two, two trips yeah. here planned. Yeah, so I guess um, – 
you know, if you were scheduled to go someplace and you weren't allowed to do it, Mr. Governor, how would what, what do you think would happen? Uh, my mom would be mad at me. Okay, okay yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, that's important to know. All right. All so right. you're not going to give us any inside scoops here on the president at all? You uh, my mom would be mad at me. I all right, understand. yeah, so you don't want to say anything, any, any any private information. You're respecting the privacy and the wishes of the president? Uh, my mom would be mad yeah. at me. Well, all we right, don't then. want you. We certainly don't want that because everybody knows that if your mom's been mad at you, that never ends. It's never, never, never a good thing. No. Nope. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Is there anything better than going home for the holidays? Of course not. Well, that's exactly how your toes feel after slipping on a pair of Hey Dude shoes. Hey Dude makes the lightest, comfiest, and coziest shoes out there. They make each step as holly and jolly as can be. So, give the gift of comfy this holiday season. Welcome home for the holidays, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to.